0: Hey, y'all. Smell you now,
1: dorks. <laughs> smell you later, nerds. You were trying to get that going as our, like, fun sign-off
0: catchphrase. Yeah. was like, you guys need a sign-off. You know, John Williams in the midday zone, he has his sign-off, so you guys need one, too. So, yeah. First- <gasps> <laughs> so, the first, first thing that came to my head is, smell you later, nerds. I like
1: it. I like calling the people who choose to spend <laughs> part of their day with us. To go online to download a podcast out of the trillions of podcasts that exist, I like calling them nerds. I think
0: like, that nerds is like a, a good thing. It's a compliment. If I'm ever called a nerd, I I personally like oh, it. Oh, I agree. It means I'm passionate.
1: Look, you know I like the nerdiest things there are. I'm a big fan. Of, you know that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: What about dork? What if we call people dorks?
0: Dork is like a
2: quirky, quirky. is it quirky? Quirky? Quirky nerd. Is it a quirky yeah. nerd. Oh, really?
0: That's how I see it. like a oh. dork. Oh, you're such a dork, like you do like silly, cutesy things, but you're it's like also what you a nerd.
2: You're like significant other. Oh, you're being so dorky.
0: Yeah. By the way, that voice is Matt.
1: I, I Matt really jumped intern. in there without an introduction there.
0: Yeah Matt
2: is our intern
1: <laughs> at this current moment in time. Um, and why is he here?
0: Why don't you answer that question, Matt?
2: Uh, because you're not.
0: <laughs> I'm not oh, that's true, actually. <laughs> Kind of I was like, I'm here right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, no, uh,
2: you've asked me to put together the podcast. Mm-hmm.
0: Sorry, I'm also eating a salad. Before. Me too. Um, but Matt is going to be producing the podcast for us this week. So putting all uh, the clips together that we send him and uploading it to iTunes and other places where you find podcasts.
1: Right. So we wanted to bring him on here and put a voice to the name, to the face, to the noise.
0: And also, if he messes up, you know, it's not me. Exactly. It's Matt.
2: So yeah. realistically jenny's just gonna be like at home just like sitting there just being like oh i'm so glad i don't have
0: to do this that's pretty much what's happening mm-hmm. except i'm not doing anything like that that's my boyfriend's so- getting surgery oh, yeah. so i gotta go to vancouver and, and take care of him and i think wipe his butt and stuff yeah so i don't know how
1: please report back maybe not on the air but especially okay. to this podcast and its faithful audience if you have to actually wipe your boyfriend's
0: body. yeah i will He'll know for sure. Okay. I'll be
2: a different woman. There, there will be Snapchat's ad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, God. Please don't.
0: Hey, um, what's up, you guys? It's
1: me, Jenny, just here wiping my boyfriend's butt. <laughs> Smash that like button. Smash subscribe. Please subscribe for more sweet wet wipe action.
2: And don't forget to comment. Yeah. Leave a comment. Counterclockwise or clockwise.
1: Um, Matt, other than uh, you might turn this podcast into a real amateur hour this week. <laughs> what? What else should we know about you
2: uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself I definitely identify as a geek uh, I have an what's ad- your
1: most geeky thing what do you like that's uh, what are you a geek of
2: Oh um, well the, I don't know like to me it's just like more of a loser thing but I am absolutely a big fan of pro wrestling
0: what yeah. What a weird thing I love that. Group, yeah, Is absolutely. that
2: so I actually I have refrained from wearing my pro wrestling shirts to work. I've got like two or three of them. Why not? There.
0: Wear
2: them. <laughs> Rock yeah, yeah, please but then wear that br- them. That brings up that really awkward conversation of like, what's going on? Why is your shirt saying Johnny Wrestling on it? Yeah. You have been dressing
1: quite professionally for your internship, which is good. It's not something I did when I did my internship. That's because
2: boss man gave me so much plaque on my first day. Really? Right. What did you wear? Uh, I wore jeans and a black button-up with a band shirt underneath. And the sh- uh, button-up was about halfway buttoned up but Actually, it was this black button-up that I'm wearing right now. Uh-huh. And boss man went, don't you think you're dressing a little casual? As he wore a white button-up and jeans. <laughs> yeah. He was like, he's like, well, I work here. You should you should be dressing oh, up as if true. it's for an interview. He's got he's,
1: like 50-some odd years in the business. He's so.
0: also just messing with you. Yeah. Uh, he likes to make people shake in their undie pants.
1: That's true. Um, Whatever, if you can do though, I think you should wear a wrestling shirt under your nice shirt. Like your button down shirts for the internship are good, but as an undershirt, maybe rock a wrestling shirt, and then you know, to those of us who now are allies of you, you just you know sneak a button open and you're like, check this out. Stone cold, Randy Savage, whatever the names are. And then next time yeah.
0: And then next time Boss Man gives you flack, you can throw a wrestling
1: move at him. <laughs> I'm really showing sure myself. Yeah, yeah, just Stone Cold just stun him. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way into the business. They don't tell you that in a lot of the like work shops and stuff like that, how to get jobs. But just Stone Cold stun whoever's interviewing you. Simple. That's how you Easy. get ahead in life. Jen, what's going on on our podcast this week?
0: Well, you know what? I'm only here for three days, so
1: probably going to be a bunch of me it's rattling probably to myself.
0: A lot of you, okay. yeah. So. Okay. so
1: that's
0: that, and then some news that we we throw in there here and there. But um, yeah, that's
1: about it. Okay, good. Well, another good week in <laughs> PJ Party Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing, and make sure to tell your friends and all that good stuff, and leave us a review. We would love it. And uh, Matt,
2: good luck piecing this podge Podger together. Yeah.
0: There is going to be a meeting tonight to rename Trutch Street, named after Joseph Trutch, who is a 19th century racist politician.
1: And today on the Afternoon Zone, we figured, you know, if they decide to rename this street, we should brainstorm some ideas of new names that would be better for Victoria. Things that, you know, are heroes and celebratory about our city.
0: Like Mr. Floaty Avenue,
1: The guy who got pulled over for driving a Zamboni on the street street.
0: Ever invented shafts drive.
1: Jesse Roper Way.
0: Plastic Bag Band Boulevard. (laughs) Someone who was listening to the BBC was just casually driving down the street and a new Andrew WK single came on. Yes. And he drove faster because, you know, sometimes songs make you drive fast. Sure. As I know from personal experience, Mm -hmm. I'm feeling extra cool. Ooh. Um, so he got a, a speeding ticket and he was like, it was totally worth it. And he put that in a tweet, put it on Twitter. And Andrew WK saw that and it was like the price of partying and said that it was um, well, over a hundred dollars, a ticket. Uh, so Andrew WK said that he would happily happily pay the speeding ticket for him uh, because he was the one responsible for that sonic party power that caused him to speed. That's
1: why I love Andrew Dub. When yeah. Party, we will party I tried to listen to the new Andrew W.K. Uh, song and mm-hmm. I was like wow it's just like the last album we put out and the album before that <laughs> and the album before that where it's just like he just yells about partying all the time and it's just so party music like this.
0: Yeah just rips it. He sends it on the guitar.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You ever seen Andrew W.K. live? I haven't, have you?
1: Yeah, he played Sugar not too long ago, like uh, a bunch of years ago, I guess now. Man, it was so much fun. I I think I saw him going into the Strath, too, and I wanted... He seems like one of those, you know, artists that you could totally go up to and be like, Andrew W.K., can I get an autograph? I love you. I love to party. And he'd be like, yeah, you know, and he'd start, like, headbanging with you and then (laughs) sign, whatever, but I didn't want... He looked like he had traveled a long day, and I didn't want to bother him, and... But, man, Andrew WK is so good. I think
0: everyone would kill to party with him. right? Mm-hmm. Even just like
1: a pizza party.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I really like Andrew WK. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other super fun uh, music story?:
0: Oh, yeah. So Brian uh, Wilson from the Beach Boys, back in uh, back in high school, he had an assignment, and that assignment in music class was to compose a song. And he composed a song, and the music teacher ended up giving him an F did not like it one bit. Okay. And uh, that song was actually Surfing.
2: Surfing is the only life, the only way for me now, surf.
0: So that made the band millions of dollars and then the principal of the school that he went to back in high school saw that and was like, oh, you went to this high school and you got an F? Let's change that. So we officially went back to that high school and <laughs> changed his F to an A. Oh, wow, yeah, good. Yeah, so he got an A in music in high school now. <laughs>
1: Like, this isn't the best beach so- song ever. No. But, like, I would love to just go through the other music of that time, the other song, the- in that songwriting class, the ones that were getting A's the first time around. Like, what did they think was good? This is I mean, this is pretty good. If a teenager presented this to me yeah. in, you know, 1959 or whatever <laughs> year it was.
2: Surf, surf. This is not that bad. Especially this part. <laughs> from the early morning to the middle of the night.
1: We just know it now through the prism of, like, uh, you know, the Beach Boys, this is the fan that wrote 100 million songs about surfing? Mm-hmm. Anytime the surf is right? <laughs> yeah, we know it's a dumb lyric, yeah. but toe tapping. I mean,
0: you can kind of tell a high schooler wrote it. <laughs> yeah, totally. What more do you want from
2: high
1: school kids? This right. is great. Uh, surfing is the only life,
2: the only way for me. Now, surf.
1: Funny that these two stories kind of came out in the same day. You got Andrew Dubb, who just like unapologetic about, I'm gonna write 100 million songs about partying. Beach Boys, I'm gonna write 100 million songs about <laughs> surfing and toes in the sand and your favorite gal and a car. <laughs> it's like, do what you love, right? Yeah. Write songs about what you love and you'll never work a day in your life, I guess. <laughs>
2: Paul Plistino, Jenny West, in the
1: Afternoon Zone. Hello, Zone, anyone's three.
2: Hi, uh, this is kind of random, but I've come up with the cure for snoring, if you guys want to hear about it. Yeah, yep.
1: absolutely we do.
2: So, you know those synchronized swimmer's nose piece thingies?
0: Yes, that plug their noses?
2: Okay, well, my girlfriend snores a lot, and last night she was snoring like she has for the last, like, four years. Mm-hmm. And when she was passed out, I snuck over to her side of the bed and I kind of slipped on one of those synchronized swimmer's nose things. Oh, okay. And she was kind of just like, ah, and she was like able to breathe right off the bat. So it forces her to breathe out of her mouth and not her nose. And she literally stopped snoring after snoring every day for four years. And it was the most amazing sleep of my life. Whoa. Wow. Interesting.
0: Because I know that they have kind of the opposite of those where it like opens up your nasal passage, yeah, right? Yeah. It
2: definitely like, cl- closes it.
1: Closes it. So she got less of a sound by breathing out of her mouth?
2: She got, yeah, completely. She just started breathing out of her mouth with basically no sound. Whoa.
0: Okay, you have to do some more research. Try it every night and see if this is actually the cure. Yeah. At least for her type of snoring.
1: Sounds like she's just a nose snorer because I'm concerned that the snoring is just going to move and it's going to go back from her like nose into her throat or something and then she's going to get like better amplification out of her mouth and then you're really going to be hooped. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but so far it's working But I'll try it out again tonight That's, We're pulling for it, yeah, man Yeah, me too
0: Yeah well, I think I'm I snore sometimes back. So I'll tell my boyfriend I, that Yeah
3: I definitely need to sleep So I'm pulling for it too Yeah, yeah.
2: Good tips Alright, All right, thank you I love it Thanks for calling Thanks. that in
1: right. BC veterinarians are on alert After the dog flu has shown up now In Ontario Animal care experts say It's really only a matter of time before the canine influenza makes its way out to BC. So, today on The Afternoon Zone, fellow dog owners, please do everything you can, all the precautions you can take to make sure your dog is feeling okay. For me, that means having a mind melt with my dog Gary to make sure everything is (sighs) ship-shape. I feel an increased desire to sniff butts and bother the cat. Yeah, it seems normal and fine. And delving deeper into Gary's psyche, I see that we will never train him to not jump up on people when they first come in the house. Oh, darn it. But no flu. Okay. Yeah, your boyfriend's having a surgery and they're taking cartilage out of his body?
0: Yeah, they're like shaving down his bone cartilage in his hip. Gross. Yeah, it's pretty gross. So I was thinking, I was like, he's going to be bedridden for... Oh, weeks and weeks and weeks. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find ways that I can bring a date to him. Mm, That's nice of you. Yeah. And then I was also looking on Victoria Reddit and people are discussing winter date ideas that don't involve going out to restaurants. Kind of creative ideas for dates.
1: Did you see any ones that resonated with you on there?
0: I mean, there was a lot about, you know, going to the museum, which I always recommend. Um, IMAX, going to the movies, Mm -hmm. Uh, board game cafe was a big one as well. Yeah. Um, Skating, but yeah. What I really want to do is make like a full-on Bob Ross night where I get all these paints and I get like Bob Ross ready to go and we just have like a painting session.
1: So, hey, what do you mean you get Bob Ross ready to go? Like, do you mean you put on the TV show?
0: I dress up as Bob Ross. No,
1: yeah, you put on the
0: TV show, you go on YouTube, you check out his clips and try and, you know, make a beautiful, happy little tree forest.
1: Have you ever done that? I have. How does it go? Like, Um, I always watch Bob Ross, and, like, it's lovely to watch him paint, but I'm like, and he's trying to teach you to do it. He's trying to coach you to actually do the painting, but could you possibly ever do it?
0: um, I think you could, but you have to, like, get the actual Bob Ross kit because you have to have all the colors that he has. I've done it before just with watercolors or whatever I have around the house, and then we ended up just drinking a lot of wine, and then it kind of turned into a different kind of night. But, um... Yeah, I mean, it, I think it could work. I like that. You'll never be as good as Bob Ross. You just have to accept that.
1: Do you know what I like it for a date? What is that? Um, I'm a classic guy. I like a movie. I like going to the movies. I like going to, like, plays and stuff like that. Like, that's a that's the effort of a movie, but it's, but it seems classier because you're mm. watching people do it. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if there's any plays going on at any of the theaters. I I was thinking about, are concerts good dates?
0: No. They're not, hey. No.
1: They're really not. My
0: first date was the... The guy that I'm with right now was a concert date, and it was terribly awkward.
1: You can't really talk. You're breathing your stinky breath all over him because you're trying to yell at things. You're trying to impress them or anything like that. Yeah.
0: You can't get to know each other, really. It's yeah, too loud.
1: That's so true.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, how about this? Nighttime at a pool. You know how some pools have, like, you can go and swimming at night? Yeah. Do you think that's, like, a, I think that's kind of a good idea because, I don't know, it's, like, it's a little more active. Mm-hmm. You're in your bathing suit, so it's well. kind of, you know, it's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. To begin with but i don't know but it's also fun you can sit in the hot tub and just chit chat or you can mm-hmm. go for a swim and dare each other to go off the high dive yeah you know i kind of like that I like the pool date i think would be fun and
0: at most pools it's only a to me after nine right yeah
1: so yeah all right that's an idea right, well there you go um don't bother chiming in on reddit because we're all mean on reddit call <laughs> us if you have any uh, additional winter date ideas uh give us a call Ooh, but you know what the pool thing is in winter time you're so pale you're so pasty in the wintertime.
0: I'm pale year-round, so that's not a thing for me. I oh, just okay. That's just me. That's just who I am. Accept, I am. It. Hey. <laughs> Accept it.
1: You have a few good ideas, a few date ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, this conversation going on on Reddit, like what's a fun winter date thing to do?
0: Uh, yeah, Richie just texted in, and this is just a classic idea, just a bottle of wine, warm fire, and a cozy apartment.
1: If you have a fireplace... In your place, mm, take mm-hmm. advantage.
0: Absolutely. Yeah,
1: it's so good. What's a bundle of firewood at a gas station cost you? $7. Seven yeah. And it is, I agree, it's so cozy. Gives you something to do mm-hmm. as well. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you're drinking a glass of wine, you're chatting on the couch, but then, like, you get up and you rejig the fire.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: That's,
1: yeah, really something. But you know, you've got to have your skills down. <laughs> If you're out there poking away and be like, this thing needs more newspaper. Huh? I can't get it going, son of a gun. You know, getting frustrated about your fireplace? hmm No good.
0: Watch the Yule logs on YouTube. You'll learn
1: the yes. proper way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, young zoner named Andrea texted us in about a really cool exhibit going on at the Robert Bateman Center right now, Andrea?
3: There was a giant walnut tree that was planted in, like, late 1800s, I think. Mm-hmm. And it had a huge crack in it, so they had to take it down. And they had 50 artists. Given various sizes of wood, and they did all kinds of different art projects, and they're displayed all through the exhibit.
1: That's just one. All these different things, all from one ginormous one tree. walnut tree. Yeah,
3: one tree. So and they call it. They call it one tree. Handmade furniture that people have done. The um, native art carvings, bowls, like things that have been turned. There's a huge whale tail. There's so much stuff. It's incredible.
1: Can you like touch store. all the stuff?
3: There are a few pieces you can touch. There are signs on some things that say don't touch them, but there's some furniture that you can like pull the drawers out and stuff and see. Yeah. Because it's, they're beautiful.
1: The reason I ask is because, you know, for some reason, I don't know what it is, but about being on a date like that, you know, I like the idea of going to the museum or an exhibit like this, and it's nice to look around at things, but it's also fun to get a little interactive and handsy. I don't know why that- Oh yeah,
3: totally. You I know? want to touch everything.
1: Uh, Yeah, especially like with wood art like this or a wooden instrument. I just want to pick it up and touch it and feel it in my hands.
3: There's a a banjo, Mm -hmm. and then there's this other guitar, and I definitely may have put my fingers across the strings of it (laughs) quietly. That's (laughs) That's not allowed. It's like 10 bucks. And you get to see all of Robert Bateman's stuff. I learned a lot about Robert Bateman, too. Where he's born and how he got out here and how his art has progressed. I just think it's such a good idea
0: that they, you know, this tree was destined to come down. And instead Mm -hmm. of just take it down and put it through the chipper, they made something really beautiful out of it. It's awesome. Yeah.
3: Or firewood Mm -hmm. or
0: whatever.
1: Jen, I know you're not feeling so hot. You had a little bit of a tum-tum-tummers because you went ham on an ice cream cone earlier.
0: That's exactly what happened.
1: Now you're going to be dealing with that all day.
0: Yep. Didn't bring my lactates.
1: You got a lactate kid. So I feel bad bringing this to your attention now and confronting you with this, but I have to confront you with something. Okay. We were in the, uh, the room and we were making our little in- show introduction mm-hmm. and you just logged on to your deal. What? Do you- okay. And then, so I was, you know, doing the production on and everything and then I... Opened youtube to like get a clip off of it or something like that or like look for youtube stuff and the first thing do you know what the first thing like the thing that's i think is your youtube homepage? do you know what it is no joey vlogs yo
2: what's going on guys this <laughs> joey here and uh i'm joey vlogs and you
1: guys are a huge stream because you want to know why i post awesome content like vlogs awesome what stuff. is this kid oh, ninja turtle ninja turtles <laughs> what is this it's like one of those terrible YouTube bloggers, oh vloggers. Oh, my gosh. No, but he's like a child. He's like a little like okay. red-headed child who's just being very loud and obnoxious. Like, every time I would turn on YouTube. Yo, what's up, you guys? Yo, what's up, you guys? we have hey, what's to start up? the Smash show. Smash the subscribe button. <laughs> what is this? Why do you have Joey Vlogs? Oh, okay, so I
0: watch um, Jenna Marbles on YouTube. Sure. Right? You know, Jenna Marble. Yes. She's great. I think she's funny. And uh, there was one time where her and her boyfriend were doing a vlog, I guess, in a mall. And this little kid comes up to them and uh-huh. was like, you're holding a camera. Hey, I do a vlog. It's Joey Vlogs. Check me out. And uh, <laughs> and he had no idea that these were like famous YouTubers that he was talking to. Anyway, so everyone heard about Joey vlogs and then went and to go check out his videos and give him support because he was just new at at YouTube and it was a really sweet story. But his videos are pretty ridiculous. But he's like an eleven-year-old kid. You can't make
1: fun of him. I'm not making he's fun just of him. He's doing what he loves. And you know, it's. I mean, yeah. <laughs> On one of his videos, he's got. Almost three hundred thousand views.
0: Yeah, that's because Jenna Marbles Jenna told Marbles. everyone to go over there and check out his stuff. Right. So I was one of those people. Uh, would be why I was on the front page of my YouTube.
1: <laughs> okay. <the> old vlogger. <laughs> well, interesting. Um, this it's interesting today. Actually, it was a while this came up. Did you hear the whole thing? Like, YouTube is doing changing its rules today and making it harder for people like. Hardworking 11 11-year-old children like joey vlogs to make money off of doing a youtube video oh no yeah i don't know i don't know if it has to do with the whole jake paul thing and everything like that and just like a bit of reaction from that
0: mm-hmm. well i also hear that you know larger companies and, and channels are going to youtube now for streaming services so right. it's really like putting a you know a damper on people who are youtubers and making money um, off of it because yeah. the larger companies are you know stealing all the profit
1: Really? Yeah, that's yeah, what I've heard. Hmm. All right, well, it's just, I find it wild that, you know, and, and like, P- Jake Paul's a good example of, like, people who just have a huge celebrity, Jenna Marbles as well, making not just a little cash on it, like, good money probably, like, mm-hmm. really good money. Jake Paul's rich, right? Off of stuff like... Yo, what's going on, you guys? <laughs> so, it's Chewy here, and uh, I'm Chewy Vlogs, and you guys are in for a huge treat because you want to know why. Wide- what's going on, hey? guys right that's all this this the youtube mating call hey you guys what's happening thanks for liking me smash that subscribe button hey you guys stop calling me you guys every time i open a video jeez so we were talking a little bit before about uh youtube star oh squirrel squirrel outside oh good yep.
0: good eye good eye
1: thank you <laughs> talking a little bit about uh youtube stars and how oh my gosh they're so you know famous and, and rich now and uh, YouTube is kind of changing their rules a little bit, so it makes it actually harder for there to become YouTube stars or YouTube celebrities and then make money off of it. Okay. So that's, I think, the gist of what YouTube is doing today. But um, Tristan wrote in and said, did you guys know that being a YouTube star is the fastest growing career that teens want? <laughs> I heard that too, that when you ask teenagers, like, what do you want to be when they grow up? They often just answer famous. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird... How? <laughs> How That's it, right. I like yeah. doing famous. Uh, Tristan also said that I sound a little jealous.
0: Oh, maybe you should start a YouTube vlogging channel.
1: I don't want to,
0: but you know what I would? But do you want to be famous?
1: No, oh. and I, I would like to be rich maybe uh, of doing YouTubes, but you know who I am jealous of is, number one, the people who just do the, like, the opening toys. They just unbox toys. Yeah. That seems fun to me. You just play with toys and then you talk about it and kids watch it for a million years. That's
0: the thing. And then companies will send you the toys mm-hmm. because you have so many viewers and that sells the toys. Yeah. You opening them up. So yeah, it's a pretty good deal.
1: I don't think I could do that because I look too like a Disney villain.
0: And also you're an adult.
1: And like Yeah, like an adult Disney yeah. villain. I don't think parents would let their children watch that. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, I would love... It's like... Doing reviews of very simple things like this bag of lettuce. Like I would open the bag of lettuce. Pre-made salad kit. Mm, pretty good. You know? My
0: favorite pens to use at work.
1: Yeah. What flavor of Dorito is good? I could do that.
0: Yeah. Mm. what? Yeah. Types of you pens. Like you and your boxers and your couch with your dog beside you.
1: Just Drinking things. a beer. Drinking a beer. Yeah. Testing out pens. <laughs> uh, reviewing underwear. If I'm going to be in my underwear, <laughs> I could review underwear. That's pretty good. (laughs) Look at We're all just like yelling these things out like they're dumb ideas. But guess what? Someone's going to do them and then they'll be rich and we'll be not rich.
0: It's probably already been done. Snacks my dog likes the most.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Someone just texted in a craft dinner review.
0: Lovely. That's nice. How many different kinds of craft dinner are there?
1: Enough for a YouTube channel at least. True. Okay. Maybe I'll make some money. It seems like the whole show today we've talked about kind of internet celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't mean for this to be the case today, but that this is like a, a real thing in our society now is that people get really famous, just anyone can get real famous on the internet. That's kind of the promise of YouTube and the web 2.0 and social media. Is right? Mm-hmm. Put your stupid face on a screen and everyone's going to flock to it and love it. Now all of a sudden you're a celebrity and you can get rich off of it and all this. Mm-hmm. But the hilarious kind of spin around downside of this is is a term that is, uh, this one particular dictionary is 2017 word of the year. Um, Macquarie Dictionary says the word of the year is milkshake duck.
0: I've never heard of that.
1: It's perfect. Oh. (laughs) It comes from a Twitter, uh, the Pixelated Boat Twitter, which is like a really funny Twitter. Mm -hmm. And uh, the tweet goes, the whole internet loves Milkshake Duck, a lovely duck that drinks milkshakes. Five seconds later, we regret to inform you that the duck is racist. Ah. Uh. And so what it, is, <laughs> what it is, it defines internet idols who, become, who go super viral and get super famous all over the place and everybody loves them, only to fall off their celebrity just as fast because of like an unpleasant backstory that comes about. Yeah. Okay, that so, seems
0: like the theme this year for sure. Yeah, that was like <laughs> a
1: big reoccurring thing. Like there was that kid that like, I remember he was like a bullying victim and he was crying and oh, he was like, yeah. I don't want to be, you know, victimized and stuff like that. And just like tell the bullies to go away. And everyone was like, what a heartwarming thing and good for this young man for standing up to bullies and all this. And then uh, there was Facebook posts a day later of uh, that kid's mom standing in front of the Confederate flag. Mm-hmm. And uh, same with uh Oh, boy. The Chewbacca mom, right? Yeah. Everyone loved Chewbacca mom? What was wrong with her? She started charging people for autographs.
0: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) She's a businesswoman, you say.
1: So that's it. No, she's milkshake duck now. So there you go. That is your word for 2017. Just fun to say also, but Mm -hmm. now you know what that is. The milkshake duck.
0: Mm. Congratulations. Over the weekend, a driver in Victoria was caught using his phone behind the wheel for the third time in three years and was slapped with a $500 fine.
1: Yeah, wow. This is, like, the most mundane episode of Black Mirror ever.
0: Here's your ticket. Whew, it's a steep one. 500 bucks.
1: It's <laughs> a dog in a bathtub.
0: Sir, are you looking at your phone while I'm giving you a ticket for looking at your
1: phone? Sorry, it's really like Instagram. One of the hallmarks of this, you know, relatively young radio show still, you and I together, has wonderfully become the, like, the tearing down of the silly nonsense that dudes or anybody should have taboo or be afraid of or be, you know, icked out by period stuff. Yeah,
0: I definitely bring up that topic a lot, but this time you're bringing it up. You found a really cool article?
1: I found kind of a cool thing about where the, like, the taboo nature of of menstruation shame dates back to and it goes all the way back to ancient Rome this guy his name I think we go been went by like Pliny the Wise or something like that he was one of the first people to actually write down an encyclopedia of various medical finger do's (laughs) and good for him for taking initiative I guess and for wanting to write down about medical finger do's but uh, one of the things he included in this is that a woman on her period, um, uh, if you, she touched anything, she would sour wine, what? she would cause fruit to fall off of trees and oh rot, and for like gold and iron and things to rust where it was. Whoa! Yes, I would... which I think is not true. <laughs> From personal experience,
0: I can say that maybe might not be true.
1: I kind of wish that it was true for you ladies, because then can you imagine it's just like all the
0: people I didn't like. Yes, like that guy yes. who started that rumor. Mm-hmm. I would just touch him, and then he would turn <laughs> sour right? and rust and wilt away. Yeah,
1: that's right. You could thre- if it was you know your time of the month, you could threaten people with. Uh, oh really you don't want to give me this discount well it sure would be a shame if all the apples fell off this tree (laughs) right you can go like you were a wizard or a witch
0: you know what's so interesting that you bring this up is I'm actually reading a book called The Power where all the women um, get these special like abilities and it's almost like that like with periods and it's almost kind of like a, a parallel with that it's like we have this power and we sometimes maybe overuse it yeah. um in this fiction novel but yeah all these women have the ability to like use like this electricity inside them yeah. and and hurt people oh my god so I, was, like I was a-
1: wondering if he was shooting electricity out <laughs> I, I was wondering if that was the power i was picturing star wars but that's odd. That's such a cool book.
0: It is really cool. Yeah, I'd recommend it.
1: And with everything that's going on in the news these days and everything, it's like I wish women maybe were due for a little like electricity fingers. Just
0: a little superpower. I'd be great. Just a for little you bit. Guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Shout out to El Chupacabra season two. And I was like,
0: I'm, I, I'm glad you said that one because I had no idea how to pronounce that.
1: Can you try and pronounce it?
0: El Chupacabras. Yeah. Chupacabra Close Chupacabra Do so you know what that is?
1: El Chupacabra? No, what's that? It's like a um, scary Mexican monster That would like uh, eat It was like a, do- a dog monster I think it was It was a monster That looked kind of like a dog hmm. And a coyote mixed together And also a monster And I think it would eat things
0: I like that I like the sound of that
1: Yeah, like ba- like cows and sheep and stuff
0: I should definitely watch El Chupacabra
1: Yes <laughs> 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 But this is it So this is says Season 2 Leading me to believe there's a TV show called Jen. I'll check But I did a Google search for I'll check a A TV show, and I couldn't find any TV show that had the name El
0: Chacabuz
1: Chablas. Good shout out. Good, good shout outs today, team. Yeah, that's really good. I'm crying. I just skimmed this like, a wild story that <laughs> the Pope performed a marriage like he did a wedding I didn't know this is something that the Pope often does I didn't think about that but apparently he performed a an impromptu wedding ceremony aboard a plane Wow um as someone who's been married, let me just tell you about, you know, it's like a lot of pressure when you're married. Like every fight, you're just like, that's it. Pfft, I'm moving out of here. I'm getting a divorce. That's, a, that's enough of this. But can you imagine the pressure of like being married by the Pope himself and on a plane, no less? As a matter of fact, I'm trying to think now too. Like a plane would actually be a not so bad place to get married. You get a built-in aisle. You know, everyone's kind of looking the same way. It Everyone's, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense, you know. For people who want a church alternative, actually, a plane would be really good. And then, of course, oh, yes, the parents of the bride and groom all get first class, obviously. And do you think that pilots would get into this as well? They'd start performing wedding ceremonies. Can they do that? I know captains on ships can, right? That was a plot point in Pirates of the Caribbean, so I know that. But a pilot on a plane throws it on autopilot and then would he do the captain's voice the whole time too like uh is your captain speaking you may now kiss the bride would they do that planes for a wedding and then people ask you oh where did you get married over the pacific ocean poo-hoo. right that sounds kind of nice actually but yeah a lot of pressure being married by the pope right and then because it would be so awkward if you run into the pope and you're like oh how's your wife like, oh Yeah, it didn't work out right. A lot of of shame there. This is Quarter to News in the Afternoon Zone.
0: Here's Jenny West. Bank of Canada Governor Stefan Poloz has boosted the central bank's benchmark interest rate from 1% to 1.25%.
1: ruh Road, Do you know Uh, what this uh, means? What does that mean? A bunch of people on the news being like, what does this mean for your money? (laughs) Get ready for the phrase what does this mean for your money to be on every single news channel tonight. What's
0: the next step?
1: Yeah, just you can switch through the channels, and it's like everyone will be like, "What does this mean for your money?"
0: And guess what? My next line is, "No, what does this mean for your money?" Is that written no, no, I'm there? No kidding. Not oh, kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the third rate hike since last summer. The change is expected to prompt Canada's large banks to raise their prime lending rates. A move that will drive up the cost of variable rate mortgages and other variable interest rate loans. Mm, That's what that means for your money.
1: Yeah, if you get a line of credit, like (laughs) this me has been just setting on fire in the last <laughs> bunch of years. Um, it means that it could go up. And I think one of the reasons they did this too, I read this guy, I don't know who he was, some mucky muck at the bank or whatever, but he was like, it was, felt like I was being scolded. Mm. He was like, we have told and told and told Canadians to keep your debt under control, you dumb dumbs, but you don't. People mm-hmm. like Canadians across the board, across the country, carry more debt these days. Just mm-hmm. carry it and carry it. And that's not such a good, great idea. We all know that. But we're just like, yeah, 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 whatever. I need this. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You buy on your diet. I need a new sofa. I need a new futon. Whatever, right? Yeah. So we're all carrying more debt than we should be. And uh, this is one of the measures they can take to curb that type of spending and that type of <laughs> irresponsibility with your money. hmm If the interest rate goes up. So I don't know if it actually curbs anything or if it's just now i be have to pay more in interest. Thanks a lot. <laughs>
0: Oh boy, there was another missile launch false alarm just days after Hawaii's emergency management agency sent out a similar false alarm. This time, Japan's public broadcaster mistakenly sent out an alert warning of a North Korean missile launch and urging citizens to seek immediate shelter. NHK issued a correction and deleted the tweet and text warning within minutes, saying a staff member operating the alert system uh, for online news made an, a mistake.
1: What? Why is in the holy so- hell? How are they? <laughs> that one in Hawaii was international news and went around the world. Mm-hmm. You would think that as a person who works in that exact job would be like, "Wow, I can't believe they." that one. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I got to be really careful then, I guess. I I won't be making that mistake. I'm, uh, what is that? Uh, new uh cinnamon buns in the commissary. Wow, I'm distracted. Whoopsie-do. And then I did the exact same mistake.
0: Come on. I'm just surprised how easy it is to send out that big of an alert to that amount of people. Like it's just one button? There's no sort of security code you need to put in or anything like that?
1: Well, I suppose it's, you know, it has to be easy. You can't just have someone be like, "Ah, What is my password? Ah, I can't remember it. Right? As they're trying to save people's lives, it has to get out there in pretty timely fashion. But I would just think, like, just watch yourselves there, kid. Mm. I wonder, maybe it's worth doing a little research on. There must be that type of thing, like an emergency broadcast blast out text message for Victoria and for the islands. Like, particularly, you know, on the uh, coast, probably there's tsunami warnings that happen or... Um, stuff like this for like incoming missiles whatever like that's an emergency doomsday event i bet that exists for us right and i just want to say please be careful about that please do not get distracted by cinnamon buns please do not lean your elbow on the accidental whoops i sent this panic tweet out because that would be terrifying
0: yeah and then also like we won't know when the actual real warning like whether it is an well, actual is real warning. If it happens yeah. this many times, are we like, oh, is this another fake one? Is this Am I act? Do I actually yeah. have to go find shelter right now?
1: Yeah, you would hope that the people like say in Hawaii, let's like, God forbid that it ever actually is a real thing that happens. Mm-hmm. You'd think that they got the panicky jitters out of their system because people were freaking out in Hawaii, right? Yelling and screaming in the streets and sobbing openly and oh my God and running for shelter and all this. So I hope that there's not a cry wolf element that they just, Mm -hmm. if they get the next message that they're not like, oh, this again, probably nothing, right? yeah But what I do hope is that maybe they get all the panic out of the system and they're like, okay, maybe for real this time, but they're in the more like focused mode and they really do seek shelter if it ever came down to it and they just, you know, they'd end up saving lives. I they wonder, almost hey. had a
0: practice. You know how we have yeah. like emergency drills in high school and things like that. And even, Fire drill day. Yeah. yeah. like the uh, shakeout across BC, like we do that as well. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe they'll be more prepared for if, and they actually think about like, what if this were to happen? What do I yeah. do next? What's the next step? I
1: mean, they took it seriously. Not mm-hmm. that I'm saying sending out a false alarm, <laughs> fake one that says this is not a drill and actually freaking people out is a good way to get people to really pay attention. No, and focus no not at about- all disaster preparedness, but yeah, okay.
0: An international summit is being held in Vancouver today to try and figure out what to do about the ongoing tensions on the Korean peninsula. Canada and the U.S. are co-hosting the meeting that has 20 foreign ministers talking international security. Christia Freeland is Canada's foreign minister. Nowhere in the world do we see the proliferation of weapons and materials of mass destruction on the scale of North Korea's program. We cannot stand by and let this threat persist. At stake are the safety and security of all the people of the world. All right, moving on. You know what I really
1: think, though, would help this? What is that? Because we want to hopefully, you know, we want this to be um, resolved with words. Mm
0: -hmm. You know,
1: we want uh, negotiations and talk and for everything to just, you know, it's like, we know what I really think would help those negotiations. And the stock, we should get all together. As a world community and let North Korea win one gold medal at the Olympics. (laughs) Right? They're taking part. That was a big step, right? That the South and North were getting together to arrange for the North to take part in the Olympics. That's a, that was a big step right then and there. Mm-hmm. We should all just let them win one.
0: I feel bad for the other athletes though. I Politics do. Politics going wh- into athletics is just silly. Okay, this but, is where we're supposed to, you know, relax I, no, and I, watch I, sports <laughs> and like not worry about that. Know, and all come but, together as a nation.
1: But isn't it a wonderful thing too? The Olympics have had this effect on like bringing these two. It is true. Opposed countries together. So now I get it, right? Oh, I'm an Olympic athlete and I practice every day. I got up early every morning to do pushups. Oh, I'm sad about it. now I have to let throw it to North Korea win one yes your <laughs> athleticism could bring about world peace absolutely i would want to offer myself on the altar of world peace in that way curling an can
0: save the world right yeah give them one
1: gold that. medal and then they're like wow feels pretty good i wish it
0: was as easy as that feels
1: pretty good to win a gold medal <laughs> to be a part of the team to be a part of you know everyone working together yeah we're gonna come to the negotiation tables you know what we don't need these nukes <laughs> I just think it would grease the wheels a little bit. Yeah,
0: you should run for president
1: okay.
0: or prime minister. I might. Pretty good.
1: All right. All right, that was it. That was the PJ Party Podcast this week.
0: A reminder that if there were any mistakes at all, it's Matt's fault. He's the intern. He did the production, so not my problem.
1: That's right. Send him an email <laughs> at
0: matt 69666420 <laughs> at hotmail.com.
1: We will chat with you next week when we find out did J- Jenny West have to wipe her boyfriend's bottom. Did she go and dry? What happened? Can't you just invest in one of those takeoff shower handles and just spray it from afar? That's what I would do, Jen. Really, if he asks you to go anywhere near that, you'd be like, we're going to the store, we're buying a takeoff handle for the shower. Yeah. That's how you're gonna deal with this.
0: I'm gonna buying a bidet.
1: Yes. <laughs>